This is a summary of the first Sikh and Pashaslech, look at the Sikh Yud. We're looking at the Pasuk, Parikvav, Pasuk Tazayin, where Hashem tells Noyach, Tsoyhar Tasel Teva, when he's describing the Teva to him and what to build. So he tells him, make a Tsoyhar for the Teva. Tsoyhar Tasel Teva. What is a Tsoyhar? So Rashi gives two explanations of what Tsoyhar means. Either it means a window, Hashem is telling him to build a window. Alternatively, to have a certain gem which has, um, which shines, which is, uh, which glows, and you can carry around to as a light, a flashlight in the teva. That's the story, that's what it says. The word sahar, many of you are familiar with the word saharayim, which means when the sun is out, the afternoon, in modern Hebrew and regular Hebrew, saharayim. So it's sayah, you should bring light into the table. That is what took place. The, the problem is that, is this really bring light to the table? You build a window, one window. Doesn't say build windows everywhere and so on. Doesn't say that. Rashi says a window. Sayah is also written in the singular, by the way. That's where Rashi gets it from, that he's writing it in the singular. A window. A massive, uh, t- the table was was gigantic. It's hard to fathom um, a, how big the table was. I believe somewhere in America, someone built a replica of the table based on the measurements of the Taita. It's not to be believed how how ginormous it is. So, and, and there's a number of floors. There's three floors. And within, yeah, and they're divided into chambers. So what's a window going to do? And for the same price... Bringing an Evan Toiva or one stone helps. Very difficult, very difficult. If anything, the Rebbe says, if Rashi is translating it literally and it means light, bring light, then at the very least, let's go with the Pshat of the Chizkuni, Geshmaki Pshat. That we know in Hebrew, there's a word Yitzhar. Yitzhar means oil. Yitzhar, by the way, which also connected to the word Soyhar, light, illumination, because you light oil. So maybe Hashem is telling him, bring oil. Sayar into the Teva. And then from that oil, obviously they'll be able to illuminate the entire Teva. No, Rashi doesn't do that. These two. So what's going on? And the answer is actually that the very uh, a very enjoyable Vart, the very Gishmak of Vart. The Rebbe says there's actually a number of features in the Teva that we find out about as the story progresses that we don't find in the commandment when Hashem told Noyach how to build the Teva. He never told him any, a word about it. How could it be? The answer is, right? He never told him to build a door. He never told him to build a cover. All these things we find out about. The Rebbe says it's obvious because Hashem didn't have to tell Noyach every detail of the Teva. There's something called common sense. There's something called whatever you want to do. Not everything has to be commanded. Commanded. What The, the details that Hashem commanded him were those that Noyach would have not have known on his own. And, uh, and by the way, architects today say that these measurements given for the boat would would have the the structural integrity to uh, to get to, to to deal with something like this to have to be able to build a ship of this magnitude. So maybe Hashem had to reveal that uh, you know architectural science to Nayach. Anything Hashem told Nayach, it was because something Nayach wouldn't have necessarily known on his own. Other things, like you have to build a door. Hashem never told him to build a door. Obviously, you have to build a door, and so on. Therefore, the Rebbe says brilliantly, Hashem 
it's a it's it's a funny pasuk. Hashem's telling him, bring illuminate the 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 uh, bring light into the teva. Really, Hashem needs to tell Noach that. How are they going to? Hashem already commanded him to bring all the animals. Hashem's commanding him to feed all the animals. This, this is a major operation. How are you doing this without light? Of course, they have to have light. So the whole pasuk, Hashem has to tell him, bring light. Why do you need to tell me? Why can't he figure it out on his own? And therefore, Rashi learns that actually Hashem is telling him as a special mitzvah, unique light. Hashem is telling him, bring additional light. I want you to illuminate the ark. Make an illumination for the thing. It's a special thing. It's not what you need for whatever, for survival and for whatever their needs are. It's a special illumination that Hashem says, I want you to create. And therefore, we have the two things. One of them is that it's some kind of window, some kind of skylight somewhere. Um, which, which, which you could say, the actually makes a lot of sense. Also, that you know, maybe even for the sanity of the human beings, that there should be a, a feeling, a connection to the outside world, a window for fresh. You could go to that room for fresh air, for looking at the sky, for light. Maybe even you could send things in and out of there, which they ended up using for the birds, and so on. That's what it is. Now, obviously, when it was raining, the 40 days of the flood, they wouldn't open up that window. But they opened it up afterwards. Now, the truth is, Rashi tells us that the planets did not work. Not only our planets, the whole solar system, the whole, it could be all the galaxies. Everything froze. Time, keep in mind that everything is created only for what happens to human beings. So with the destruction of the world is really the destruction of the universe in a way. Hashem sees the function of the entire universe. The, the only thing which was happening was the, uh, was the teva, was this ark and the fish. So, the, uh, so what light are we speaking of? So the Rebbe says that it's possible, according to Rashi, that the 40 days that the Hashem only sees the function of the, of the, star, of the planets for 40 days. Because she said it happened during the Mabel. So we could say that the 40 days is the Mabel. The Rebbe is suggesting, it's not for sure. But the Rebbe is saying that could be an answer um, according to Rashi. And the that seemingly that's what you're going to have to say that that's what you would have to say according to this answer that it was made for light. Um, however, fine. However, the truth is that's not necessarily the case. It could very well be that we know that the Rashi brings that Hashem says that he could have turned around at any point. Even when it was raining, it was coming down and the mob already began, Hashem said, I don't have to bring this punishment to its completion. It could turn into Gishmei Bracha, into a rain of blessing. And so too with all the curses. Noyach had advance notice about everything that was going to happen. He knew that there wasn't going to be any light. There was going to be pitch black. There was going to be no sun, no moon, no stars, no nothing. The darkest thing that you could possibly imagine. So it could very well be. So that so it's a very interesting idea that Noyach actually wouldn't have made the window because he would have seen no purpose to make the window. Hashem told him to make a, told him to make a window because it's possible that the decree could be turned around at any point, and perhaps the severity of it could be turned around at any point, and so on. And who says that it would be end up being no light? And therefore, Hashem told him to make a window. 
it could be in the end. They didn't end up using the window. <laughs> if we learn that Hashem turned off the lights of the whole universe for the entirety of the flood. But in any event, this is the first shot that Ashi gives. The thing is, a window is a very practical thing. It gives ear, like we said, oxygen. It gives uh, other things. You know, uh, you could use it to send out things, to bring in things. At the end of the day, the uh, the, the implication of the pasuk is that the one and only task soyer doesn't make illumination something which is only about illumination, and for that Hashem. That's why Rashi says. That, that he wants to bring a second pshat. That maybe it means a second pshat is that an Evan Toiva to bring this, this gem, this diamond, this thing which would be a source of illumination. The reason why it's a, a second pshat, it's not the first pshat, it's, it's not the, the most ideal pshat, is because, first of all, we don't really understand why Hashem is giving him the mitzvah to do it. It just, we're saying a decree, Hashem gave him the mitzvah. When it comes to a window, I could say that it was to provide light, uh, to provide wind, to provide, uh, to, to, to use. There's a lot of uses you could use for it. It, it. There's something about it which is very productive. Over here, we don't really have an explanation why exactly God wanted this to be done. Um, in, additional, in addition, it should have said you bring in Tsoyhar. Why make Tsoyhar? In addition, uh, um, yeah, so so basically, these are these are the this is the reason why it doesn't match up to the first doesn't add up as strong as the first explanation of Rashi. But this is the bottom line of what's happening here. That basically, we're bothered. Why do you need to tell him to bring light? And we're saying that no, it's an additional commandment. What what does all this mean on a spiritual level? That says that it means that there are two ways you could bring godliness, you could bring light into your life. One is by opening a window, allowing it to enter. And then there is you find it and discover it within itself that a person digs deep enough that it comes, doesn't come from anything externally. Rather, from the deepest depth, it's able to be a shining light. And these are the two pathways of uh, in, in, in service of God that a person could remove, even a business person could see godliness in their life, they could remove any limitation, and then they could reach each and a, even a deeper level. Some say, in other words, there's a deeper level where it's not that you remove the things which are blocking, whether you transform nature itself, that that in itself is the ultimate revelation of God in your eyes.